Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 10th, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing great. I'm doing Vandava very well. <laughs> um, let's see here. I got a pretty deep uh, food corner here, so let's let's just go ahead and get into it. Let's get through it. It's a good one, though. Uh, we're back in a big way, baby. Well, not not really, but kind of. Um, let's see. I decided to myself I was going to make my first pizza. Now, I know, big first question. Did you make the dough? No, I didn't make the dough. I, I got a pre-made. Um, but to me, this is still a big deal, okay? This is like my first adult Lunchable I'm making, okay? So like, you know, like give me some pats. Give me some head bats, all right? Whatever. Uh, out of boys. That being said, it was a fun experience. Uh, just finally, like, you know, rolling it out, at least, you know, uh, not actually, you know, but you know what I mean, like, figuring out how I wanted to do my layout and everything, it was nice, and the pizza turned out well, I was so excited, I would say, though, given the, like, you know, the dough and you know, just all the ingredients I guess I was using, I would say it turns out it's, like, better than a frozen pizza I would buy, um... But still not as good as, like, let's say, a delivery pizza, if I'm being honest. But still, I, I enjoyed it. I'll definitely make it again. Uh, you know, maybe I'll venture into other toppings. Actually, I'm really curious. I want to try one day to do a thing I saw on TikTok, which was, like, fried dough. Uh, so you fry the dough before you bake it. I want to try that. That's what initially got me into, like, it's time. I want to do it. Also, another thing, I'm on a tangent already, and we're just at the start. Sorry about it. It's going to be a long episode, maybe. Uh, but I've been really getting into, like, the reels or whatever and YouTube shorts. And, like, I've realized probably for, like, most of this year so far, I've watched, like, between reels and then also just content creators, I've watched, like, so many people eating McDonald's. And, like, that's just become, like, a pastime for me. Maybe because I'm, like, a little nostalgic because, like, I'm eating less McDonald's. Uh, due to money or, you know, whatever, the the weight stuff. Um, but yeah, like, I'm just, like, watching so intently and I'm seeing all the different versions and stuff. Like, I found myself, like, very happy that we have the steak, uh, bagels, steak and cheese bagels, and the, uh, what is it, bacon, egg, and cheese bagels, because other McDonald's don't have that. And I'm like, man, why do all these, like, like Japan's got these cool exclusives, and you go to Hawaii, they got theirs. Like, you can go all these other McDonald's across the world, and they're just shitting on us. But that being said, I think it's just different, and I think we have our own little differences here and there. Um, but overall, it's just McDonald's, and I, I know it's bad food. I know it's, like, gross, but it, it, it's one of those, like, touchstone foods for me. Uh, my parents told me that one of my first words I learned was McDonald's. And I know that's very, like, probably, like, maybe from the outside looking in, people are like, oh, that's kind of sad. <laughs> that's so American. But I don't know, man. I already know I'm pro- how I'm going to probably go out here, all right? And I'm all right with that, okay? I like a little grease, okay? Uh, that being said, back to the food. We're still in food corner. I know. It's crazy. 
but we had a crazy like pivot at the end of the day. I, you know, we did the work thing. That was fine. It was great. You know, I don't want to say great. It was a good, it was a good work day though. And I am, my friend, she hits me up and she's like, yo, like, do you need the address? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And then I remembered like, yo, we had a conversation like I want to say Saturday or something about food. And I completely just misinterpreted, misread the conversation. And essentially they were like saying, hey, like I'm trying to get like some like some food on Monday. I'm going to have time. Um, Like, are you down? And I was like, I was like, I'm broke, dog. Like I have, I have no money. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I would love to go eat. But like I need I I need hoochie daddy shorts because I'm literally busting out of the seams on all of my shorts and I have to like do that and eat at home. I'm sorry. So but then they responded, gotcha. And I was like, oh, I'm glad that you understand my plight. And I and we just moved on to the conversation. But they were like, no, I got you. And that's what they were like, yeah, are you coming to this place so we can eat? And I was like, oh. and that just made my whole day. So where we wind up going is this hot pot Korean barbecue buffet. And I've had hot pot before, at least like version of it. And it was more or less like a seafood boil. I'm sure long-time listeners, I've talked about this before, I think. But I thought I knew what Korean barbecue was. And like, I do. I'm not a complete idiot. But like, I think I was just overstimulated. I don't know. I felt so dumb, though. Luckily, my friend you know, she was a veteran. She knew what she was doing. So, you know, she's telling the waiter what she wants. And I, I, I didn't understand also that this is a buffet. And I especially was feeling like super like, oh my God, like they're paying for me. I don't want to be crazy. So like I start ordering, like I ordered like some veggies and like a couple pieces of meat. And I was like, all right, like that'll be fine. This will be good. And everyone keeps talking about rounds. Like, the waiter's talking about rounds. She's talking about rounds. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? There's so much food already. (laughs) And it kind of clicks for me. It's like, yo, for two hours, you can sit here. The hot pot is on. This hot grill is on. We are just ordering food until we don't want to eat it anymore. And there's a little sauce bar that was going crazy. And behind the sauce bar, there was like other little things. You get little chicken wings, little chicken nuggets, like just random shit. I I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was over. I, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I just got off work. It was crazy. Um, granted, I only had like a bag of Cheetos. So, you know, I thought I was ready. But like. Next thing you know, my homie, she was eating everything. Like, and this isn't a dog, her. Love you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. You're awesome. But, like, she was just out eating me. And and for me, I'm a big man. Y'all know this. I'm a biggin. Like, I pride myself on my eating capacity. And literally, I just felt like I was folding. And then she's going for another round. And I'm just like, I I ordered some more. And, and, and I'll go over some of the stuff I ordered because there was so much. I'm going to miss some. But I got, like, spicy miso pork. Um, I got normal miso pork, I guess. Or it was, like, pork belly. Spicy pork belly, then miso pork belly. I got some pepper, some onions. I wanted to try some sweet potato because I was just kind of feeling that. Actually turned out really good off the grill. Um, For the hot pot option, I got the Szechuan, which was really hot. And then she had gotten, like, a oxtail with tomato uh, kind of broth action. That was crazy. 
Um, she had gotten this beef tongue. She got lamb. She was ordering all this meat. She was just getting all this meat, putting it on the grill. I was like, yo, this is like the Akiway times like a thousand. This is crazy. So, needless to say, there's so much food. I, I tuckered out way too soon. I had like noodles on top of that too with the with the hot pot. Everything was going. It was rolling. It was so cool. Like, the only thing I can kind of compare it to, it was just like like a Benihana experience, but like table to table and you're your own cook. And, um, I don't know. It was great. Definitely want to do it again. I think now I'm going to have a better plan of attack. Like this is like a buffet. You have to have like a strategy. I feel like you got to know what you're going, you're wanting, you know? And I just, I was not prepared, but it was awesome. I loved it. Thank you so much. Um, and I got to say like, this is my thing. Like at the end of the day, I love my friends. My friends are the people who wind up listening to this the most. They give me the most support. So I love to shout out you guys. I love to talk about you guys. I love to talk about our hangouts and fun times because, you know, I don't know. It makes my life better. <laughs> you guys make me better. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, whew. I've talked long about myself. Um, so let's go ahead and get into some news. Before that, I'm going to get myself actuated, if you know what I mean. Also, I want a preference too. I feel like there's just so much news already. It's Monday. I already feel so behind. Like, I, I can just already feel like I'm going to miss a lot of news. Like, I feel like I missed a lot of news from last week. I know it just happens. I'm at peace with it now. But man, like, there's just so much happening. And I kind of love that. Like, I would rather be awash with news than be like, you know, like, please, Sam, I have some more. Um, you know, so it, it's kind of nice, but it's also just a lot to talk about. So, um, you know, hopefully we can do some coverage and hopefully I don't botch it all up. Oh man. One thing I have missed a lot of, um, news coverage on how hot it is. Obviously I've talked about it personally, but like the fact that like, they're talking about like heat domes in Texas. I still don't even know what the fuck that really means, but that that's a thing. Um, it is a sweaty ass month, man. It's hot as hell. So hopefully you're staying hydrated. Hopefully, uh, you got some AC, you know, you're staying ventilated. You're, you're keeping cool because it's important. Don't take that for granted. Uh, you know, for sure <laughs> that heat, it can sneak up on you. Dehydration can sneak up on you. So yeah. Okay. Um, from the BBC news, Turkey backs Sweden's NATO membership. Stoltenberg. Um, also, I gotta say at the top, uh, the thumbnail is so funny to me. I am such a sucker for awkward political handshakes. Um, so whenever I can kind of get them on the pod, I, I have to. So in the picture at the top of the thumbnail, it is uh, President Turkish President uh, Tayyip Erdogan, and then Swedish Prime Minister Ulf Kristensen. Uh, and then in between them is NATO chief Stoltenberg, just Jen Stoltenberg. It's just so awkward. Literally, Erdogan is like not looking directly at uh, Christensen. Christensen's giving him like, yeah, man, thank you so much. Like he's obviously the guy who's stoked to be here and happy for the moment. And then like, you know, Stoltenberg's just, he's also happy to be here. <laughs> 
But um, I guess we can try to summarize this a little bit. Uh, Turkey's president, uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan, has agreed to support Sweden's bid to join NATO, the military's alliance chief, Jens Stoltenberg, says. Now, Turkey has been, you know, really anti on this. They've been, like, dragging their feet saying, we don't, we don't okay this. You know, um, Sweden has been hosting, like, Kurdish militants. Also, they have, like, kind of done some things that are, like, you know, anti, like, they have, like, anti-Muslim sentiments that they've been really loud about in Sweden that has been, you know, discouraging that Erdogan has made a note of talking about. Um, And also, he feels that um, they're just not cool. I don't know. <laughs> but uh they they've been a real big stick in the mud as well as also Hungary. But apparently with Hungary, they've kind of said like, "Look, if we're not going to be the last people to sign the okay on Sweden." And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit on and off, you know, since everything happened with Ukraine. Um it triggered this big push that, "Hey, if you're on the fence about joining NATO, maybe you should join NATO now that you see Russia actually invading Ukraine, you know, to kind of, kind of more or less try to take back what's theirs. Now, granted, obviously, we've talked about the intricacies here. You know, yes, NATO is definitely the bully in the situation. It's just they kind of get to get away with it here because Russia said, you know what? Uh, we're just going to take Ukraine so that you can't take it. And it's like, bruh, this is not the move. This is not going to work the way you think. And I think they thought that they were just going to run in, take Ukraine. It was going to maybe feel like Georgia or whatever. Uh, But this just didn't work. And it's really blown up in their face. And now here we are. Finland has been approved. It looks like Sweden's getting the green light. So they're going to be, you know, in there. And, I mean, it kind of leaves more or less Ukraine, which is another reason why I wanted to cover this because it's a bit of a two-for-one. Um, but I guess, you know, there's this summit that's happening. You know, it's big NATO shit. Um, but all alliance members agree that Ukraine cannot join the bloc during the war amid fears that, or amid fears this would lead to a direct conflict with nuclear-armed Russia. And I think this is really important that they're finally saying this out loud, very boldly with a period on it. Like Biden was like, yo, Ukraine is not ready to join NATO and they won't join NATO until after the war. Now, uh, uh, Vladimir Zelensky says, look, I understand that I didn't expect our country to get membership until after. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, you haven't postured some of the words and some of the speeches or whatever like you understood that. I I, I kind of call no believes on that or and or it's like, no, you're still trying to push this because it just plays to the people, which maybe plays to make it happen. Um, It's one of those things where I like that at least Biden's finally fucking saying it, you know, uh, it's kind of at least taking the mask off a little bit. But, I mean, it, it just, it, this does feel weird. It, it, it feels like we're doing very much a Cold War situation. And essentially, you know, Ukraine's just kind of here to hold the line, so to speak, until what? They can't? Until what? Russia hopefully just stops? 
Um, you know, I don't know. It, 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 this is a very weird moment, and that's why I wanted to kind of just talk about it so I can try to get my head around it, but, um, you know, also try to, you know, spread some information if I could. Hopefully it's not, you know, not, hopefully I'm not getting it too wrong here with my, my takes or whatever. But, yeah, um, very interesting uh, situation to unfold here. It's kind of a bit of a two-for-one, you know, because we're talking about Sweden, but then also, you know, Ukraine's a big talking point here, too kind of the reason for the season, you know? All right. And some other news from the Associated Press. Disgraced sports doctor Larry Nasser stabbed by another inmate at federal prison. Disgraced sports doctor Larry Nasser, who was convicted of sexually abusing Olympic and college female gymnasts, oh, excuse me, was stabbed multiple times by another inmate at a federal prison in Florida that is experiencing staffing shortages. Um, I also got to say here throughout this entire article, they cannot help but stress how understaffed and how like maxed out like everyone is like at the penitentiaries. And it's like, yeah, no, I, I mean, I understand that. Like, it's very bad. It's very hard. But like the, the, saying that as many times as you can is not going to stymie any kind of like conspiracy thoughts or theories. Um, also, apparently, too, I haven't delved too into this, but apparently from the Independent, there's, like, a link between, um, Larry Nasser and Jerry Epstein, so, I don't know, maybe one day I might get around to that, or maybe that's just something that falls through the cracks, I don't know, but, uh, that being said, this man got done up, <laughs> um, essentially, one of the people said Nasser had been stabbed in the back and in the chest, the two officers guarding the unit where Nasser was held were working mandated overtime shifts because of staffing shortages, one of the people said. Um, they were so tired. And, and don't get me wrong, I get it. I'm not trying to besmirch corrections officers, but I'm also not above thinking, putting my conspiratorial hat here on, like, someone could pay you to just look away. I'm sorry, that's possible, no? <laughs> um, and or you might just want to look away because you know what this person did. Um, once again, conspiracy theory, hat off. You know, I, I do understand the idea of, like, look, these people are maxed out. There are totally people out there who, like, look. I don't like the idea of Larry Nasser being in the same four walls as me. So I will do whatever I can to get this motherfucker and stick this motherfucker. The, the, that's valid. I'm not saying that's not impossible either. Um, you know, Occam's Razor and all that, right? I don't know. Um, but let's see. Nasser is serving decades in prison for convictions in state and federal courts. He admitted sexually assaulting athletes when he worked at Michigan State University and at Indianapolis-based uh, USA Gymnastics, which trains Olympians. Nasser also pled guilty in a separate case uh, to possessing images of child sexual abuse. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also, a little nugget here, because it kind of covers a story I didn't cover here. Uh, the Bureau's new leader, Colette Peters, was brought in last year to reform the crisis-plagued agency. She has vowed to reform archaic hiring practices and bring new transparency. But problems have persisted, as shown by the recent suicide of Ted Krasinski, known as the Unabomber, at a federal lockup in North Carolina. Um, so yeah, I mean, essentially she's just talking about just reform because 
The prison system is, of course, fucking dog shit. It is not run well. Um, and sadly, the best forms of it are the privately owned, draconian-ass fucking, like, more or less work camps at best situations that we have in our in our country. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a fucking shit show. And someone like Ted Kaczynski, gosh, it's been a while since I said the name, sorry. But um, Kaczynski essentially uh, died. And I want to say this was earlier last month or so. And, you know, initially there was some conspiracy thoughts like, oh, what happened? They tried to kill him. It's like, bro, he's old as hell and he has cancer. Like, he just had the means and he did it. So, you know, I don't always want to put my, you know, conspiracy hat on here. I am willing to just believe like, oh, no, someone just sometimes doesn't want to live and they're in prison and that fucking sucks. So they find a way. Um, But, you yeah, know, I mean, honestly, fuck the Unabomber. Uh, my two cents on it. I do get aspects of what he was trying to get at in the manifesto. Like, I, I, I understand that he was spitting in some parts. But the idea of, like, you're going to just take the show on the road, put it into practice, and you're just bombing more or less random people and shit, like, that, that's not helping, dog. Like, you're not getting anywhere with this. Um, so, you know, I'm cool. <laughs> that's why I was like, I don't feel like covering Ted Krasinski. <laughs> Krasinski, Krasinski, I'm just fucking it up. Uh, I mean, there's more here in terms of just the background on Nasser and shit like that, a little bit of the timeline. But I kind of want to move along here. Got some Georgia news to um, walk it out on. Let's see here from NBC News. Uh, three Georgia teens charged with murder after plot to egg home goes wrong, police say. Uh, gotta say, yet again, found this actually through the r slash news Reddit pipeline. Uh, just obviously the, the, the headline just grabbed me. And I was, you know, I was here. But three teenagers were charged with murder after their plot to egg a home as part of an ongoing lover's quarrel in Georgia escalated to gunfire. Deputies arrived on a call of a man down in the road last week to discover a man had been shot and killed in Spalding County, Sheriff Office said in a statement Saturday. The victim was identified as Jonathan Gilbert. The three teenagers, Sidney Malcon, 18 years old, Jeremy Munson, 19 years old, and Mackenzie Davenport, 19 years old, were vandalizing Gilbert's home in Griffin when he came out to confront them. The suspects ran back to the car as Gilbert approached them. Sidney Macon, Macon, a backseat passenger in the car, produced a firearm, and shot him multiple times. The suspects then drove away, leaving Gilbert dead in the middle of Dobbins Mill Road. Uh, they haven't really offered any other motive, saying that it's just an ongoing lover's quarrel, and that's what caused this, sparked this. I don't fucking know. Um, I will say so, something that kind of, I don't know, it rubbed me the wrong way. I, I obviously understand it, but it fucks me up every time I kind of hear cops talk like this. <laughs> I was like, this dude's name is actually like Sheriff Daryl Dix. Yet again, another peak cop fucking name. Like you were just born to do this. We're from the Dix family. We we live south in the Mason Dixon, where God is good. Like I don't know. It's just crazy that these people just are just not hatched out of an egg. 
Anyway, uh, they went to Aga House. The victim confronted them while they were doing it. He lost his life, and they drove off and left his body in the middle of the road, Dick said. Together they bought that ticket. Now, together, they can ride that ride. Okay, that's hardcore shit. That's some cool shit to say before you shoot a motherfucker. Cool, no. But, it, it, like, man, what, what good is being skating like that do? Like, at the end of the day, most likely, these, these three kids, they're done. And don't get me wrong, I understand. They killed a man in cold blood for no fucking reason. No real reason for what I'm hearing here. And they just drove off. That's, that's some fucked up shit. I'm not saying they shouldn't go to jail. I'm not saying they shouldn't face crime. But to, like, get a boner about it is weird. To, like, play that you're, a, like, a fucking character in Justified is weird. Like, it makes sense to me growing up. But now that I'm an adult and I hear this shit, it's just like, bro, just can we just process this shit and just move along? Like, uh, trying to be poetic and cute here just doesn't work to me. It, it just doesn't. But I, I do get it. I understand. It's fucked up shit. It's a sad-ass fucking story. Uh, obviously, you know... Condolences to the Gilberts. That fucking shit sucks, you know? You're just trying to stop people from egging your home, doing some dumbass delinquent shit, and you die for it. It's fucking terrible. Um, uh, let's, just, let's just move along. There's another weird story that I have to cover that uh, could have gotten could have been way worse, could have also led to a death, but it didn't. So I guess that's a win in that regard. Yay. <laughs> um, you know me. I gotta take my break. I gotta, I gotta take five, you know, minus, I don't know, a couple minutes... <laughs> Okay, from WSB TV, um, police report details events leading up to mayor of South Fulton's arrest. So this is also more Georgia news. Um, let's see. The mayor of South Fulton is out of jail after officials say he trespassed on private property Saturday morning. According to an incident report obtained by Channel 2 Action News, South Fulton police received reports of a trespasser at a home on Cascade Palmetto Highway. When officers arrived, the homeowner told them that he received a notification on his phone around 6.52 a.m. that someone had walked onto his property. After getting dressed, the homeowner said in the report that he watched the unknown person walk up the driveway uh, towards his home, towards his lake house, I'm sorry. Uh, the homeowner said in the report that he got in his truck and called the police when he saw the person inside his lake house. According to the report, the homeowner told dispatch that he could not see what the unknown man was doing inside the lake house, so he approached cautiously. Soon, the unknown person exited the lake house. The homeowner said in a report that he commanded the man to stay put. While still on the phone with the dispatcher, the report said the homeowner yelled the command again as the man began to walk away. In response to the command uh, being yelled at a second time, the homeowner said in a report that the man yelled back, Do you know who the fuck I am? 
I'm the mayor and I'll wait for my police to get here and see what happens then. When police arrived, they identified the man as South Fulton Mayor Khalid Kamu. Now, to be honest with you guys, this is my first time hearing this guy's name. I looked him up a bit. Apparently, you know, Democratic mayor, um, definitely rubbed shoulders with a lot of other, like, you know, big Democratic figures. I saw a picture with him, like Cornell West and shit. So, obviously, this is a big mover shaker. Um, definitely weird to see a mayor in this kind of situation. Um, that being said, there's a lot of weird to this. Uh, also, I believe um, we have a Camus side of the story, I should say, too. Um, da, 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 da. According to Camus' account in the report, when he was walking out of the... Hold on, I should read why he said he was there. Um, according to the report, Camus told the police he was on his way to the dog park, which uh, weird to me because the, the, the idea of someone walking to a dog park uh, with no dog to me is weird, but, you know, to each of his, his or their own, maybe this is some suburban logic early in the morning, but it's, I don't know, it's a little weird. Uh, Camus told police he was on his way to the dog park when he decided to stop and look at the house. Camus said in a report... Uh, in the report that the home on Cascade Palmetto Highway is his dream home and that he would like to purchase the property. He told the police he knew he was trespassing on the uh, homeowner's property. According to Camus' account in the report, when he walked out of the lake house, the homeowner said, no, motherfucker, you stay right there. Camus said in the report that he tried to introduce himself, but the homeowner cocked his weapon and said, if you take another step, I'm going to shoot you. To which Camus, Camus replied, Are you going to shoot me while I'm walking away? Camus said in the report that uh, that he then told the homeowner who he was and apologized. Camus was charged with criminal trespass and first-degree burglary and booked in Fulton County Jail Sorry, with a $11,000 bond. He was released later that day. Uh, he then goes on to say that he would like to uh, thank the police for doing their job. Yada, yada, yada. Okay, sorry. I, I felt like I, I just had to read all that because that's a fucking crazy situation. And when I f- read this shit from top to bottom, it was giving me a lot of um, Ahmaud Aubrey vibes. And I don't know if you remember that, but that was a situation where Ahmaud Aubrey, black man, he likes to run, do jogging. Was doing some jogging in the morning. He winds up going into a home. That's like, it's actually captured on camera. He's in the home for like a little bit. In the process of this happening, a two white men, I, I don't remember their names, I think James Bird and maybe James Bird Jr., some shit like that, and, and then another man gets involved as well. They see the shit, they're whipped into a frenzy when they see the man run out and they're like, no, this is not okay. We've been worried about people stealing in our, our community for too long. And they hop in their trucks and shit. They chase this motherfucker down. They then try to pin him down in another neighborhood area. He's running for his fucking life. He tries to fight for his life to get away from them. They murder him. So I was like, oh my God, this is this situation if he doesn't fucking die. Like, it, that's all I could think about. And it's one of those things where I'm obviously glad that the mayor of South Fulton didn't get fucking murdered. But obviously, 
this is the beauty of not doing the thing where you don't execute a person. You know what I mean? And, and, I, and honestly, when I really think about it, this man whose house was burglarized, trespassed, whatever the fuck, why the fuck did you go out there? And yeah, I get it. I understand. I, I know motherfuckers are saying like, well, it's his property. He's going to protect it. Why not? And it's like, Brother, you have a camera. You have all the things set up, all the accoutrements. Just call the police. This shit will get handled. And I get it. Oh, well, the police never solve anything. But what are you going to do when you get there, brother? What are you going to do? Like, <laughs> And it's one of those things, well, whose truth do you want to believe? That's hard. I, I, I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle. Um, You know, I don't think it's as clean cut as either of them said. I, I, I also am so confused on how... Camus gets himself to think, hey, it's seven in the morning. I'm just going to walk into this random ass fucking house because it just it's cool. I, I love this house. I always wanted to buy it. I want to see what's inside. Like, no, you like have like a real estate person you call or some kind of shit. Like, there's no way you're a mayor and you don't know the fucking protocol for that shit. I'm sorry. And even if you don't, you know, that's just you don't do that. <laughs> Period. I don't care what neighborhood you're in. That's crazy. So. I'm at least glad that this homeowner, despite doing the wrong thing and trying to come out and be John Wayne, at least he didn't fucking pull the trigger. You know what I mean? At least he didn't go full John Wayne. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, crazy shit. If there's anything more that kind of comes out of this, I would love to cover it, talk about it. But yeah, um, yeah, we ran long here. So I'll try to keep the shill shit very short. Patreon.com plus Isaiah News. Uh, if you'd like to support the effort. You become a newsie. I shout you out. Uh, say your name. Uh, shout out a project thing you're doing. Free ways to hit me up. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, I'm on all the socials that you're probably on. So feel free to find me or the podcast. Should be pretty easy. Say hello. I'd love to talk to you. Talk about news, whatever. Uh, YouTube, that's a thing. Hopefully you're subscribed. Love that. Hopefully you're following on the socials that you're on. Uh, hopefully you're giving cool star reviews. That'd be dope. That'd be really awesome of you. And yeah, that's all I got. So, um, hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love ya. Bye-bye. Mwah.